the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. It's a hot one. Isn't it fabulous? Hey, thanks for coming along. This is a... this may be a swan song, Kath. <laughs> I, I do. I feel like today's it. I, I do, too. I went to the strip today, and yeah. I walked around, and I thought, okay. Okay. But where's the this sweaters? Is it. This is it. I think this is, I think this is it. Oh, boy. What's the, what, hey, Mike, what's the temperature? It was I, 94 when I was down there. What? Yeah. That's hot. But I don't know what it is. That now. feels so good. I mean, we can't complain. You know, Here we are in early October. We're still cranking summer temperatures, so it feels really good. However, the colder temperatures are coming in yeah, overnight. I think, and I think the high on Saturday is 69. Oh, I'm not sure what boy. the high is tomorrow. It's 89 but. right now. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. And it's going to go to down to 68 at midnight. Mm-hmm. Yep. I love it. Bring it on. Oh, please. Give me an endless summer, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, uh, everybody, this is such a wonderful thing, and it's such a heartbreaking thing at the same time. Oftentimes, uh, forgiveness coincides in that same arena. But I'm sure you uh, have seen the videos of the young man, Brent John Jean, and he is hugging the uh, police officer, Amber Geiger, after, after she was uh, convicted to 10 years in prison for shooting Brent Jean's brother, murdering him, essentially. I mean, it's such a an heartbreaking case of mistaken identity, of sexting, of forgiveness, of mm-hmm. grace, of just lives altered, mm-hmm. crushed forever. But when you, Mike's going to play this uh, audio if you had not heard it yet. We're going to talk about this with a guest during the five o'clock hour. But holy smokes, what yeah, an invitation so, to come to Jesus. Yeah, so let me just set the stage for you. So Amber Geyer was convicted of a killing of uh, Botham Jean on October 1st. And then the next day, she was sentenced to 10 years in prison, as John said. Um, but um, Botham's brother, Brant, was allowed to give a victim impact statement in the courtroom. He addressed Amber Geyer directly, and this is what he said. I say, I hope you rot and die. Just like my brother did, but I see I I personally want the best for you, and I, I wasn't gonna ever say this in front of my family or anyone, but I don't even want you to go to jail. I want the best for you because. I know that's what that's exactly what both of them would want you to do. And the best would be give your life to Christ. I don't know if this is possible, but can can I give her a hug, please? Please. Yes.
so at that point, Brant Jean walked across in front of the judge who was weeping, and the defendant came out and they embraced, and Amber Geyer cried. Wept hard. Yeah. And then there was a second hug from the judge to the the defendant as well, to the convicted uh, Amber Geyer. I mean... It was a powerful moment. If you haven't seen the video, please find it and watch it because listening to the audio doesn't even encompass... um, There's just a palpable sense of surprise that something like this is possible. You got that right. I mean, it was... Truly, Christ-like radical compassion, right? It reminded me of uh, Rachel Den Hollander a couple years ago when she was talking to uh, Larry Nasser, who had sexually abused her and mm-hmm. so many other gymnasts um, at the University of Michigan and through USA Gymnastics. And she gave a similarly beautiful, powerful statement on her behalf toward him. And um, I'll never forget that. And when I watched um, Brant John today, I thought that this forgiveness is a scandal because it's so outside what is natural for us. No doubt. I mean, that is it's this. It is so unnatural. And this hug was this example of of love and, and despair, and faith and despair and forgiveness all wrapped in together. You can't imagine if your brother was murdered and then you would choose to hug that person who murdered your brother. How difficult a thing that is. But here's this young man. Clearly, Jesus is in his life. and he Because is, that's the only way you do something like that. Right. I mean, he says, I hope you come to Christ. This is something that Amber Geyer will never, ever forget. It'll define her life. So during our 5 o'clock hour, we'll talk about this at greater length with the guests. And uh, we'll take a quick break, come back. we got a good show for you. we got a lot going on, of course, as you might imagine, on this Thursday afternoon. Bill Glaze is with us from a couple of, in a couple of minutes from Bethany Baptist Church in Homewood. We're going to talk about urban apologetics with Pastor Glaze. Stick around for that. It's the uh, 4 o'clock hour, The Ride Home with John and Kathy here on Word FM and WPIT Radio. WORD. Playing Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music on the weekends. With the best new music. New New music. New music from Toby Mac, Edge of My Seat. Better by Pat Barrett. And Holy Water from We the Kingdom. The best new music and Pittsburgh's favorites. Sponsored by Trinity Jewelers. 101.5 WORD on the weekend. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's largest mortgage lender. I've got great news. Mortgage interest rates have dropped. So if you're thinking about buying a home, right now is the time to lock that low rate, even before you find the home of your dreams. With our exclusive Rate Shield approval, the low rate you lock today is protected for up to 90 days while you shop for your new home. With a Rate Shield approval, if rates go up, your low rate stays locked. But if rates go down, you get that new, even lower rate. Either way, you win. Talk to us today at 800 Quicken or go to rocketmortgage.com to take advantage. Here's another great reason to work with us. For a record nine years in a row, JD Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination. 
Again, to lock in today's low mortgage interest rate and get the security of our exclusive Rate Shield approval, call us today at 800 Quicken or go to RocketMortgage.com. For JD Power award information, visit jdpower.com. Rate Shield approval only valid on certain 30-year fixed rate loans. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 33. Pittsburgh homeowners rate Pella number one as a leading window brand. Susan wrote, "We are thrilled with our new Pella windows and door. The installation process was superior to any other work we've had done in the past. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts." Wow. Thank you, Susan. Low pressure consultation plus expert installation. At Pella, it's just what we do. Right now, save $150 off windows and $500 off doors or 48 months no interest. Call 888-78-PELLA, PellaPittsburgh.com. How does Eden Christian Academy prepare students for success? Through education that ignites the mind and inspires the spirit from pre-K through 12th grade. Through 47 state-certified full-time teachers and opportunities in sports, the arts, and service to the community. With results like SAT scores 200 points over the national average. Schedule a tour at any of Eden's three North Hills campuses and see what the area's largest non-denominational Christian school has to offer at EdenChristianAcademy.org. What are you doing to enhance your marriage? Take that initiative just to get away and to spend time with each other. Family Life's Weekend to Remember. Our life was so out of whack. We said, this is crazy. I thought everything was fine, you know. The Weekend to Remember is coming to the Pittsburgh Marriott North, November 1st and 8th. Everyone needs a little bit of guidance. Register now and save big. Use promo code WEEKEND at theweekendtoremember.com. Ooh, we ought to go check this out. Pastor William Blaze is with us from Bethany Baptist Church, Anchored in Jesus. Bill is the voice behind that. Heard Monday through Friday here at 7 p.m. on Word FM. Hey, Pastor Glaze, how are you today? Hey, how's it going? We can't complain. Yourself? All right, I'm doing good. You know, I'm, I'm a hot weather person, so yeah. Me too. So this is just this weather is right up my alley. Exactly. I know, but something terrible is going to happen to us over the next 60 days. <laughs> I just want you to know. Oh, okay. All right. Well, you know what? I'm going to enjoy this while I can. Okay, Please good. do. Yeah, keep good. those sweaters at bay. Mm-hmm. Amen. Exactly. All right, tell us what you're thinking about urban apologetics, Bill. What What is it? What does it sound like? Okay. You know, when you think of apologetics, uh, you know, usually think of defending the Bible. You think of uh, defending, you know, Jesus Christ. Uh, you talk about defending the whole idea of creation. But in the African-American community, uh, there is a unique challenge, and that is uh, a lot of, uh, especially young black men, you know, are, are dealing with this whole idea of Christianity, you know, is not for us. Right. You know, they, they promote the idea that, you know, the Bible is a white man's book mm-hmm. and that Christianity is a white man's religion. And, you know, and, and a lot of times it, it goes back to, uh, uh, new groups that are rising up, like the uh, Black Hebrew Israelites, the Nation of Islam, who come in and, and begin to give a sense of identity to you know uh, some of the young black men. Sure. So you know the, the, the opportunity that or the challenge that it presents is that you know you, you've got to address some of their issues you know before you can even talk about Christ uh, with them. So that's when we talk about urban apologetics. You know we're, we're talking about things that are unique you know, to, to African-American evangelism. Right. Okay, so Bill, so you lived that life. I mean, you know, you've told your story here very transparently about, you know, what your words were when you were a young guy, like a lot of young guys. You were surrounded right. by that kind of conversation, or was it as prevalent then when you were a kid? Well, you know, it, it wasn't as prevalent 
as it is now. I think with the uh, advent of the of the internet, that you know, there's more ways for people through social media to get their message out. Uh, so you know, it was there in, in 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 some shape or form as I was growing up, but it's been proliferated, you know, with the advent of like I said, you know, uh, social media, you know, the internet, and so the, so the message is is really getting out there and, and bombarding a lot of uh, a lot of people in yeah. the African-American community. So then it's a double-pronged thing, right? Because a lot of people, you know, when you engage in apologetics, people uh, sort of kick back against the um, the truth of the Bible. And now you're right. talking about the truth of the Bible, but also cultural aspects, you know, of white, black, uh, 21st century America. Uh, exactly right. You know, and, and one of the the, the issues that I run into, and, I, and, and and John and Kathy, I've run into this on several occasions, is is the whole idea that uh, the Bible promotes slavery. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and and they they will go. As a matter of fact, I heard a guy say one time that you know he would not read anything that the Apostle Paul wrote. Uh, you know, the letters uh, in the New Testament. He said because Paul promoted slavery, and, and so you know it, it really was an issue. You know, with this one individual, and again, it, it, he's not the first person that I ran into. And, and, you know, so when you deal with apologetics, especially on a topic like that, you know, you have to go back and show how that the American brand of slavery was not the same type of slavery that the Apostle Paul was talking about. Because even in Paul's day, there was indentured servants. There was people that, you know, that, that chose to be slaves, you know, sold themselves into slavery for financial reasons. Uh, you know, the, it, it, slavery was not necessarily a, a racial thing like it was here in America. So in, in doing apologetics, you know, that's one of the issues that you have to go go back and deal with is is, is this whole idea of, of slavery and then people, you know, relating that, you know, to the to the American brand of slavery that we saw here in the United States, you know, you know, and, you know, when, when they brought the slaves over, you know, on slave ships, which is which is nothing like you know with the slavery that, that that Paul talked about in the Bible. Reverend Bill Glaze is with us from Bethany Baptist Church in Homewood, PA, anchored in Jesus uh, each night seven p.m. here on Word FM. Bill, one of the things that I, I think is challenging. Um, when we're talking to any young person about Jesus, regardless of where they're from, where they live, what color they are, um, is that a lot of people tend to think they know what's in the Bible without reading it. Right. Um, and the second thing is I feel like all of us could do, I don't want to speak for you, I feel like I could do a better job um, recognizing the ancient nature of the book that we're reading, that this is this is ancient wisdom that has survived over, you know, many, many hundreds of years. But reading our current understanding or our current cultural, you know, the things that are important to us or the things we understand now into the book, I think we're in dangerous territory there. Oh, you definitely, because what we do is we go with preconceived ideas. And a lot of times, you know, when you do that, you know, you're going to try to find something in the Bible to fit what you're thinking instead of, you know, going and seeing what, what the Bible actually says. And and so, yeah, I, I think that it's important, like you said, to, you know, to understand, you know, the, the ancient wisdom, you know, that's there in the Scripture and to be able to apply it, you know, to our culture and not take our culture and try to apply it back then. You know, the other, you know, another problem, you know, that we have is that, you know, and I'm gonna go back to the idea of slavery, and 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 that, you know, they taught that there was actually a curse 
that was on, you know, uh, black people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you go back to when uh, Noah was drunk and he woke up and he cursed his son Ham. And and so, you know, people say, well, I don't believe the Bible because the Bible says that that black people are cursed. Or, you know, they they go and they look uh, when God put that mark on Cain when he, you know, drove him out of the, you know, uh, out of the civilization. They go back and say, well, see right there, you know, God uh, Mark, you know, he, he put a mark on, on black people that means that they're cursed. And so, you know, like you said, Kathy, you know, we're going back and we're looking at things, you know, racism and things today. And then we're going back and, and we're saying, well, you know, the, the Bible talks about this same thing and, and it's identifying the same thing that we're going through today, which, you know, again, it, it's something that was totally different. And you have to contextualize the Bible and that, and that helps you not to, you know, fall into these traps of, of applying our culture to the scripture. Right. Now, Bill, and I'm sure you've seen this, and you must appreciate it as I do. One thing I, I do appreciate is when you do see young men gathering, you know, um, I'm, I'm, I don't live that far from Wilkinsburg, and I see, you know, young men on street corners, you know, dressed in white with Nation of Islam. There is, you know, 10 or 15 or 20 guys gathered together, and there's something there that, you know, you don't see young black men gathering like that. You know, the spirituality aspect of it, Islam, all that, certainly that's not... You know what we want to espouse and what we believe as believers in Jesus Christ, but there right. is something to be said about that, and you could understand why young black men do gather like that, who need that necessary connection and that identi- identity with each other. Well, you, you, you're exactly right, because you know if, if you think about this, that basically you know blacks in America are the only people that cannot you know trace themselves back to an origin. You know if you have you know. Uh, Russian people, if you have German people, uh, Irish people, you know, you know, everybody here in America can trace their roots back somewhere. But one of the things that when you look at, you know, we came over here uh, on slave ships. And so we didn't even come as immigrants. We came as property. And then, you know, we lost our identity uh, because, you know, th- you know, there was the intermingling with the master and the, the slaves. And, and, and so we lost a part of our identity there. Then, you know, we had, you know, you know, mixed in with other, you know, Native American tribes and other things. So, you know, black people in America have no identity. So, John, you're exactly right. What's being offered to a lot of these young men is a sense of identity. They say that, you know, we, you know, we as black people, you know, this is our identity. And so a lot of people connect with that. And a lot of them are open, you know, to that type of uh, message because because of the fact that, you know, we don't have an identity. So you then, as a pastor in Homewood, how do you cut through that, Bill? I mean, you know, certainly the established church that, you know, the established Christian church, they see you and there's got to be a built-in bias against you. Oh, you're right. And, and some of them, you know, will not come in, you know, to the church. And a lot of them, again, are, are getting a negative message, you know, about the church. And, and, and my only thing is, you know, and, and I talk to, to guys and I say, look, just let's sit down and talk, uh, because I think that you're laboring under a lot of misconceptions. And if we just go through and, and try to filter out what's true, you know, it, it, you know, whether you accept Christianity or not, whether you accept Jesus Christ or not, that you at least know what the truth is. Because I think a lot of times people are saying things that they heard somebody else say. Oh, that's good, and yeah. then when you, when, you, when you challenge them on it, and ask them, you know, well, where is that found? You know, they can't tell you where it's found. Mm-hmm. And, if, and if they can tell you where it's found and you go back and look at it, you know, it's, it's a misinterpretation and a misunderstanding of what 
uh, what, what is actually being said. Right. So uh, an inch deep, a mile wide for a lot of people. What about what about um, different people? You know, um, I'm sure within the circles, right? One degree of separation, two degrees of separation. You know, other Christian pastors. You know, other other men who have uh, who are uh, worshiping at mosques. What's that like for you to connect there? I mean, would uh, you know? Would the iman in Homewood or Wilkinsburg step forward and you two break bread together and have a conversation about you know Black America or young black men? Well, you know, and and that is happening on on certain levels. You know, I think that as we come together and see the issues in the community, that you know, if if we want to focus and address the, the issues, that we're all to do that. Uh, you know, I think the problem comes. Is you know when 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 somebody wants to take a doctrinal lead on that because now you know you know as as Muslims they're going to promote their doctrine right. and as Christians you know I want to promote Christianity sure sure and, and so you know so at that point you know that's where the tension comes in but if you know if if we will just come to a a neutral playing table and see a problem you know in the community and come together to address that community you know without any doctrinal biases as we do that I think you know that will work but. You know, again, you know, to me now, uh, if, if we're going to put a religious slant on it, then you know, I'm, I'm going to be very dogmatic that sure. Christ, Christ is 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 the way, the truth, and the life. No doubt about that. That's Reverend Bill Glaze from Bethany Baptist Church in Homewood. Um, Bill, tell us a little bit about Bethany. Well, you know, we are uh, right in the heart of Homewood, and we're, you know. I like to think that, you know, and I'm sure a lot of other churches can say this, but we are a Bible-teaching, mission-minded church that you know, we certainly believe in uh, ex- uh, physician preaching, and uh, we believe in worldwide missions and, and getting the gospel of Jesus Christ uh, to the whole world. And, you know, we're doing it right from Homewood, you know, and, and we believe not only, you know, should you reach the world, but you should reach the community that they're in that we're in. So we're doing a lot of things right in Homewood to try to reach out to our neighbors and present the love of God and the message of Jesus Christ. I'm into that. Well, Bill, all respect to you because uh, it's not an easy situation. I'm sure you're in, you're juggling a lot of different things, whether, you know, it's through the Christian worldview or through a black America lens. Uh, I'm sure it's uh, not an easy thing to wake up every day and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And you know, I I was going to say that uh, you guys are going to have a very interesting discuss- interesting discussion at 5 o'clock and on forgiveness and all that. Mm-hmm. And, and keep in mind that while that forgiveness was going on in the courtroom, that there were people outside that were protesting yeah. the, the shortness of the sentence. And again, it goes back to what we just got finished talking about just now. That's the truth. Yeah, we'll talk about that for sure because, yeah, we don't want to forget that, that there were many people out there who were upset about that. It was a whole other thread to the story. Right. Pastor Bill Glaze, Bethany Baptist Church in Homewood, anchored in Jesus, as we said, Monday through Friday here on Word FM at 7 p.m. So there's this guy named Jordan, and he's a healthy guy. He's a dad of six, and he works as a guide in Alaska. But then he goes to the doctor, and he's diagnosed with cancer, stage and here's the thing. He had switched from medical insurance to MediShare, which is a Christian healthcare sharing ministry. So the question for Jordan and his wife, Jenny, was, is this really going to work? Our medical bills exceeded $160,000. MediShare members shared all our bills. 
And it was about more than just the money, too. This is a real community. MediShare is, is a family, a group of people that stick with you through the hardest times of your life. I just don't know how I could have done it without MediShare. It's so worth looking into. There's a reason this is growing so fast. If you want to find out more, here's a number for you. 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. 844-41-BIBLE. You know, if one part of the body suffers, the Bible says we suffer together. Hi, it's Michael with Bible League International, and we're partnering together to send the hope of God's Word to persecuted believers all over the world who are singled out, monitored, beaten, jailed, in some cases threatened with death simply because they believe Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Arguably, this is the most important issue facing the global church. Let me give you some more perspective. By the end of the average hour-long worship service in America on a Sunday, a dozen Christians elsewhere in the world will be killed simply because of their faith. If you're persecuted like this, you need to know and savor the words of Jesus when he says, I'm with you always. WORD and Bible League are partnering to send the hope of God's word to 5,000 persecuted believers. $5 sends a Bible, $100 sends 20, every gift matched. Call 800-YES-WORD. 800-YES-WORD, 800-YES-WORD, or give it wordfm.com. Nello is very easy to work with. Impact Christian Church on building ministry with Nello Construction. We had become aware of several churches that are using their building during the week as a community center, and we wanted to go that direction. They were able to grasp that, make suggestions that helped us along the way, and they were conscious of our financial constraints and were really good at helping us to see ways that we could do that within our budget, but within the space that we were developing. Got a vision? Begin the journey at NelloConstruction.com. You know what the price of gas is right now? Doesn't matter how many dollars and who cares cents. Get the Easy Pay card at Circle K and save 30 cents a gallon on your first 100 gallons. Then save 6 cents a gallon on every fill-up after that. Sign up in store and visit CircleK.com slash Easy Pay for more details. This is Kathy Emmons. John and I are grateful for the encouragement we have from all of our advertisers and especially our friends at Grove City College. Thanks to everyone at Grove City for supporting the ride home. A shower and thunderstorm will be around the area through the evening hours tonight, otherwise mostly cloudy and cooler. Low tonight, 52. Tomorrow, some clouds will be giving way to sunshine, a cooler day, high 63. Mainly clear and chilly tomorrow night, going down to a low of 41. And for Saturday, mostly sunny with a high of 66 degrees. With Iraqi weather forecast, I'm meteorologist Danielle Niddle. Who's that? That's Gwen Stefani, John. I would not know Gwen Stefani audio-wise or in person if I fell over. Just well, that would be sad, and she would be upset because today's her birthday. Hey, happy birthday. I do not know who you are. Mm-hmm. Gwen Stefani. Wasn't she on The Voice? Uh, she okay. still is on The Voice. Yeah, okay. That's the only way I, you know, in the I'm not changing a, the I'm not a huge fan. Why not? I don't really like how she sings. I, I know that that's really basic, but I just never have liked no, I, her. I've never really liked well, her. Well, she's a singer, well, so you it. either like her or yeah, not. Yeah, Mike likes her. I love right? her voice. Yeah. No, yeah. you do yeah. not. No, Here's I the deal. really do. Come on, Mike. You you yeah. admitted earlier you just had a crush on her. Oh uh, yeah, I do. Okay, I do. that's it. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Mrs. When, New Mike. When did your crush begin? Uh, this was at uh, the back back in uh, junior high. There school. we go. Junior yeah. high. Mm-hmm. Wait, so you were in junior high. Gwen Stefani was like you know thirty. Yeah, something like that. A little untoward. My sister bought her album. 
Mm-hmm. And she started it. She started No Doubt in like 1986. Right. And it was actually her brother's band. And her brother was like, hey, I need, I need a backup singer. Aunt. Can you help me out here? And she's like, yeah, sure. Well, what happened was the lead singer committed suicide. She ended up taking the role. Oh, my God. So, yeah. Yeah. And she's also, uh, in 2005, she's a Grammy Award winner. Receives five nominations, Record of the Year, Album of the Year, Best Female Pop Vocal Performance. Oh, yeah, I didn't Kath, remember. What was yeah. the, wait, what was the Record of the Year and Album of the Year? Um, I don't remember that. What year was that? In 2005. In five. Okay, what was it? Uh, it doesn't say, but okay. it, um, it says the 2005 Grammy Awards, Gwen received five nominations, Record of the Year, Album of the Year, Best Female Pop Vocal Performance, Best Pop Vocal Album, and Best Rap Slash sung collaboration mm. right yeah. now yeah. it's starting to come yeah, back so, to me mm-hmm. i'm gonna look that up she okay. can rap pretty well she uh she also uh broke a record of the single holla back girl yep she was i remember f- that she had the first dig she was the first digital download to exceed sales of 100 right. million of right. 1 million i'm sorry 1 million. 100 million yeah right and of course she's also uh blake's blake shelton's uh girlfriend right that was after her husband, who she had given four children to, uh, unceremoniously dumped her. Yes. Mm. Mm. She's a mom of four. Yeah. Nice. Go her. All right. Happy birthday, Gwen Stefani, who I don't know who you are. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, on another news, uh, the Bucks fired their pitching coach. So Ray Searage, Uncle Ray is gone. Yeah. Along with... Tom Prince. I don't... What, what base think, coach uh, was Tom Prince? I think he was a... Uh, I don't know. Okay. I don't know Tom Prince. <laughs> I got nothing. Okay. Yeah. You know this is going to happen, right? The Pirates are just going to clean house. Well, I mean, that's not cleaning house. Well, cleaning house, cleaning would, house have been, would be uh, Bob Nutting exactly. selling the team and moving Del Tuna. Thank you. That's cleaning house. I have a, this I have a, is nothing. I have a prediction. Oh, tell what me. What is it? Gwen Stefani will be the new pirate manager. No. <laughs> Happy birthday. Thank you. Nutting it is, and everybody's going to go. We're going to get a new management and we're going to rehire Clint. No, no, no. Okay, no. that's a great. That's, that's crazy. Fine. That's just that's not op- crazy. Just optimistically speaking. Thank you, Mike. Sorry. First of all, just, Nutting yeah. is not going to sell the team. No, he's not. No, he's going to keep that team to his last breath. Then he'll pass it along to his family members. They'll continue to reap benefits off it, and we'll suffer for the next hundred years. For any person in the public sphere, either corporate or uh, governmental, who is putting together some sort of task force for how to communicate with the pirate management, sign me right up. That's not going to happen. There's a That's ground. There's don't, a, look, don't say it's not going to happen. You can't force someone to sell ha- the team. Did it, did it happen in Milwaukee? Problem. Yeah, but that's different. Why? Because it was Bud Selig who was the commissioner of baseball. But he wasn't the commissioner then. But he was still, already he was done being commissioner. No, he still had deep ties to the game. Right. Uh, so that so that means that it was hard for him to sell that team, and he still did it because he got a lot of pressure. You I, don't seriously think that's going to happen, do you? I seriously have hope. I read somewhere that if Nutting were to sell the team, he's not, or give it away. Yeah, give it away. Or he's going to give he's going to give away to his daughter. That's what I heard. Right. Yeah. Okay. So as long as his daughter is willing to do something with the team, I don't care. Yeah. But no. Wait, now I, now no, we're no. calling out her daughter. L- listen, Some I'm just saying person. whatever <laughs> whatever organization is being formed that's going to help to like open the pirates' books and say, okay, are we really putting our best foot forward? Mm-hmm. Are we really managing this according to the trust the city put in you right. when we decided to combine our tax money and build that stadium? Mm-hmm. Well, the answer would be no. However, the good news is that tonight's opening night for the Pens. Yes. Yeah. Okay. We're playing some hockey. It's a hockey Woo! night in Pittsburgh. Drop the puck, is baby. it not? Terrific. Sid is playing. They're at the PPG, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, speaking of the PPG. We'll be there tomorrow night. Oh, mercy me. Mm-hmm. David Crowder tomorrow night. Uh, the doors open at 7 o'clock. Mm-hmm. John and I will both be there. Mike, will you be there? Are you coming, Mike? 
I'm sorry. Oh, Whatever. Oh, like, okay. he's got better friends than us oh, or something. Yeah, yeah, right. What? He's going to go play his Gwen Stefani CDs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's going to dream about his junior high I'm years. I'm actually going to apply for the uh, nutting job. There yeah. you go. Thank you. <laughs> Listen, there is nothing to apply for. He owns the team. Listen. <laughs> may, hopefully not Listen, for long. When, he, when I hand him my resume, he's going to be like, you know what? You're right. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hand the uh, Right. I'm going to hand the understatement. Tomorrow. New mic on the bench. Doors <laughs> open at 7 p.m. for David Crowder and Mercy. And we, we'd love to see you there. We'll be your MCs on stage. And we'll be hanging out at the Word of um, table booth whatever it is for some of the time yeah we're giving away some prizes at the oh, table. are we giving away prizes what are we giving away yeah. anything good well i don't think you have to you have to come to find no, out wait a the second. promotions people don't have to run that past us that's i'm right. not asking them to i just might want what they're giving away that's all i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> just, you know. i thought you were concerned that our no, listeners no, no. were getting good stuff now well, you have, actually no. it's you just who want it if we're giving away like an ice scraper i mean okay yeah or you know how about the word fm kazoo which how about cool. the lip balm oh man that was a great one wasn't yeah, it wasn't people yeah. really did like the lip they did love that um, speaking of the lip balm, let's bring this up because it is beginning to be lip balm season. Every season is lip balm season. Well, I know it is for you, but uh-huh. you know what I mean? You know, the winter will soon be upon us. The, the dry, cracked, uh, flaky uh, lips. <laughs> if you condition your lips all year round, that won't happen. Yeah. You condition your lips? Yes. You know what? I go to Heinz History Center. Yeah. They sell, they sell flavored chapstick. Flavored chapstick. They have pickled and ketchup flavored. Oh, that's Stop horrible. it. And it's, no. Horrible. Uh, it's amazing. Horrible. It's super good. I love that about you. It's so, so good. No, no. It's really good. I have never, never used the lip balm, and I probably will continue. My lips are fine. I explained some things. No, what are you talking Thank about? Thank you, Mike. <laughs> you know, I, I just, what do you, what did you call it? Blistex? No, you said the condition. A perfectly conditioned lips. Conditioned. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I don't get that. I invest. All right. I mean, if you don't want to invest, don't invest. No, no. But for those fine. of us that do, we feel we feel ready when winter comes okay. around. Well, so stop by the Word FM booth tomorrow evening, and maybe you'll get yourself some Word FM lip balm. Compliments of Kathy Emmons. WORD. In many parts of the world, China, Africa, India, Southeast Asia, people have never heard, have never heard the name of Jesus. Even if they have, many lack the resources to learn about it. Word FM has teamed with the Bible League to send God's Word to the world. $5 will send a Bible now. $100 will send 20 Give now at wordfm.com keyword Bibles or call 1-800-YES-WORD. At the Original Mattress Factory, we don't chase trends. We focus on one thing, quality. We only use the highest quality materials to build our mattresses and box springs. And we put all of our products through the ringer, testing new designs and materials at our test center in Cleveland, Ohio. If a new feature or technology doesn't offer a true benefit, we don't put it in our products. At the Original Mattress Factory, our focus is on what makes a great mattress, not a great markup. Visit OriginalMattress.com to learn more. If you're shopping for a mattress, you might find that you're paying a lot more for free. Mattress retailers use free delivery, free frames, and free box springs to close the deal. What they don't tell you is that the price of those freebies is already built into the price of the mattress. What if you don't need a frame or delivery? Too bad, you're paying for it anyway. At the Original Mattress Factory, we don't make you pay more for free. You'll only pay for what you need. That's the Original Mattress Factory difference. Visit OriginalMattress.com to learn more. If your family depends on your income and something happened to you, what would happen to them? You need life insurance, and SelectQuote can help you get it at a price you can afford. SelectQuote found Jacob, 40, who's in excellent health, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. Not in perfect health? 
Don't worry. Select quote found Tanya, 40, who has type 2 diabetes, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $32 a month. We shop companies like Protective, Prudential, American General, and others to find you the company with the best rates. Give your family the security they need at a price you can afford. For your free quote, call 1-800-880-7474. That's 1-800-880-7474. Or go to selectquote.com. That's 1-800-880-7474. Select Quote. We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issue and company, and other factors. Not available in all states. CBS Tonight. Don't miss a new episode of All Rise. L.A.'s newest Superior Court judge is changing the system. You're going to be one of those creative judges. You say it like it's a bad thing. One case at a time. Your Honor. We're going to trial. Simone Missick is Judge Lola Carmichael. Up on that bench. Everything is different. Now it's her court and her rules. Freedom is at stake. It's important. The original new series, All Rise, CBS Tonight. Porn or pornography. How did porn become mainstream? Because it clearly is. It's a multi-worldwide billion-dollar business and then some. But for a lot of people... Uh, people just, you know, men and women think porn's cool. I mean, you know, I'm checking in, I'm clicking, everything's okay. I do it three, four, five, you know, however many times a day. Porn is as mainstream as mom and apple pie. And I think a lot of people, even though they get sucked up into the horror and the darkness of porn, uh, they don't really fully understand the tendrils that it starts with early on in your life and what it is to just crush your life. Here to talk about porn, uh, a Pittsburgher, quite honestly, uh, Zach Slayback. He posted a piece on the stream, How to Nuke the Porn Industry and Save the American Family. Hey, Zach, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me on, John. Zach, the age at which especially young men start to see porn for the first time shocking. is really shocking. And, you know, I, I when kids come, I have uh, teenagers, when, when kids come over to my house and I look at them, I think, God help them. This culture that we're that we're raising them in has truly lost its mind. Um, Zach, talk about your. Do you have kids? Do you remember being a kid? How did you decide to write this story, and why is it important to you? Yeah, I don't have children yet, but I was thinking about uh, one of the major issues we have in the United States today is the decline of the American family, right? Yeah, and and I and I don't mean that in the sense of like this abstract idea of the decline of family values. I mean in the sense of like the general birth rate in the United States is going down, right? Right, right. The number of families. Uh, yeah, the number of families is going down uh, year after year. And there's a lot of factors that go into that. And one of the biggest factors is the mainstream use of pornographic material among people, right? Like one of the things you'll see in that piece that I cited is a study that uh, points out that when a one person, a married couple, starts using pornography, the likelihood that they'll divorce more than doubles. Yeah. Uh, especially, you, especially you write that's for those who are younger and less religious. Yep. yep. Yeah, and one of the core fundamental focuses of government policy in general should be the promotion of families. Right. Uh, get the birth rate up. Uh, make it easier for people to have stable families. And right now, in the United States, we kind of take this viewpoint neutrality perspective when it comes to a lot of media, essentially saying that. 
the government's not going to endorse it, but it's also not going to say that it's bad, mm-hmm. right? But unfortunately, the way that people are wired, especially in Western culture, is if you don't specifically say something is bad, that's an implicit endorsement of it. Right, right. So you can see that since a uh, Supreme Court case uh, that's known as Miller, which set up the obscenity doctrine about whether or not uh, obscene speech could be regulated, in the decades since that decision, uh, between just the general direction of the culture and the fact that every single person from like the age of five has a high-speed internet-connected device in their pocket at any given time, you've just seen this stuff go completely and totally mainstream. Right, okay. so, so, Zach, you talk about it, porn being a health and human services issue. So by saying that, I mean, health and human services, you know, is a department of the government. How would the government, you know, someone be that spokesperson? I, and I remember, you know, C. Everett Koop, when he was the um, Surgeon, General. Surgeon General, you know, he made a point of talking about cigarettes. That became a big deal yep. around him. So there has to be sort of like the minister of porn, you know, or the minister of anti-porn who would become the public face of this conversation. I don't even think that we have to go that far, right? I think it's more that what we want to do is we want to focus on when we think about health and human services, one of the core things there needs to be the promotion of stable families, right? And part of the promotion of stable families should be policy that makes it harder for the self to get onto the internet, right? Uh, the, the reason I think we want to frame it as a health and human services issue is because it's much, much easier to have this discussion than if we're having it on uh, a free speech issue, right? So. One of the things you'll see if you look around that article online uh, and the reactions to it had a very, very negative uh, reaction from the like civil libertarian crowd, right? Uh, that would say that, well, this is a form of media and media is protected by the First Amendment. But there is good precedent in the United States that we can – speech can be regulated. Just because something's protected doesn't mean that it – it gets totally free reign, right? right? And the cases where it can be regulated is when it has a lot of these deleterious effects on the common good. Here's the problem, though, Zach, that the way I see it is that people are reluctant to talk about issues related to restricting sexuality of any kind right now in, in any yep. practice. And so yep. because we've decided that I, you know, everyone should be able to, should be free to do whatever they want to do whenever they want to do it with whoever they want to do it, all of a sudden we've lost the, the ethical ground at which we used to be able to have this conversation. Yeah, and I think that's why it needs to be framed in terms of something like the role of the family, right? Um, I think there's going to see a lot more. You're going to see a lot more research come out in coming years that this is an addictive material, yes, right? Yeah, and right. it's essentially a controlled substance, or should be treated like a controlled substance. Uh, I had a number of people reach out to me privately after that article went live and tell me, uh, "I really appreciate that you wrote this. This is something I struggled with for a long time, and I believe that it actually made me more predisposed to alcoholism or other drug abuse." Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, yeah. Just one more threat uh, of addiction. So, Right, exactly. It it, it dulls the uh, risk-reward pathway in the brain, right? And I think as more and more research comes out, it's going to come down on our side. But at the very least, what we want to start from is we don't want to seed this uh, 
you know, do whatever you want ground to the civil libertarians, because they you're right. They have a stranglehold in the conversation. We're talking with Zach Slayback. He wrote a piece called How to Nuke the Porn Industry and Save the American Family. Zach is a venture capitalist, a private equity professional. So, Zach, what about that? Uh, You're a financial guy. Clearly, Mm -hmm. uh, porn uh, in corporate America is big business. People are making a lot of money. They're not going to step away from that voluntarily. Yeah, uh, thankfully, uh, in, in private markets at least, a lot of investors do voluntarily have uh, terms in their investor agreements that say, hey, we're not going to invest in certain vice industries. So, like, our firm has that. Uh, we don't invest in, like, weaponry. We won't invest in drugs. We won't invest in pornography. Uh, I don't think that it would be an absurd move for the Securities and Exchange Commission to just solidify that in law and say, like, look, if you want if you want to be recognized as an investor, which is a privilege that the Securities and Exchange Commission bestows upon you, you have to do certain things that are not going to undermine the basic tenets of society. Yes, and one of those is that. Right. Okay, so then as we are now knee-deep into the presidential election cycle, what it would be that whether it's Democrats uh, all debating on a stage or later on Democrat versus Republican, that is, this issue came up and was a central issue of oh a debate. Oh, my gosh. It's never going to happen in this election, I'll tell you. What do you think, Zach? I mean, I mean, I, uh, what, what was the hook for the article for me and made me decide, like, hmm, this is actually something that is within the realm of possibility to talk about was a Democratic candidate tweeting out, we need to make it, we need to help families prevent their children from getting addicted to pornography. Yeah, that was yeah. Andrew Yang. Yeah, that's Democrat Andrew uh, Yang. Yeah, yeah. And, and the fact that you have a Democrat actually talking about that and that it had such a divisive reaction, some of which was very positive and some of which was very negative, shows you that this is on people's minds. So we don't have to go quite as far as to what I propose, which is treating it almost how the federal government has treated alcohol. Where I like it. it. I, I think that that would absolutely crush the industry, and I think that there's constitutional ground to do that. But at the very least, we can start having this conversation on a presidential stage because the Internet is a very new thing, and our brains are not <laughs> equipped to handle uh, what is being pumped through our eyeballs. That's Zach Slayback. Zach, thanks for being with us today. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me, John Kelly. Our pleasure. Yeah, that's Zach Slayback, venture capital, private equity professional. He wrote for the stream how to nuke the porn industry and save the American family. From the moment you met, it's as if you were custom made for each other. Why should your jewelry be any different? Trinity Jewelers is the area's premier designer of custom jewelry that celebrates life's closest relationships, from breathing new life into a family heirloom to crafting a -a one-of-a-kind original out of nothing but imagination. Trinity's master craftsmen create affordable pieces that tell your own unique story. See how at trinityjewelers.com. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's largest mortgage lender. Let's talk credit card debt for a minute. If you feel you're carrying too much of it, you're not alone. The average household in the U.S. carries over $8,000 in credit card debt. 
Ready for some good news? With a cash-out refinance from Quicken Loans, you can quickly and easily put some of the equity in your home to good use by paying off a lot of that high-interest credit card debt. A great way to take cash out is with our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.08%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN to learn how taking cash out with a 30-year fixed mortgage might be the right solution for you. And for a record nine years in a row, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. For J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com. Rate subject to change. Pay 1.25% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. What you want is awesome new flooring at a great price. What you don't want is to spend hours at a showroom looking for it. With at-home flooring, you won't have to. At-home flooring is where awesome happens. And their family's been bringing awesome straight into Pittsburgh homes with top-quality hardwood, tile, carpet, and vinyl for over 50 years with their free shop-at-home experience, along with great selection and professional installation. So forget the showroom and schedule a little bit of awesome instead. Visit athomeflooringpgh.com. You know, they say the best is yet to come. But to make that true for your retirement, you need a plan. We'll start by tuning in for Your Retirement Blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane with Accurate Solutions Group every Saturday morning at 10. Kurt and Ethan can help simplify the retirement planning process. No technical terms or calculations, no product pushing, just the information you need for retirement. Don't miss Your Retirement Blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane of Accurate Solutions Group every Saturday morning at 10 right here on 101.5 Word FM. Today's world craves leaders, leaders with vision, moral character, and independent thinking. Leaders aren't born, they're made. And since 1986, Rama Christian School in Moon has laid the foundation that makes leaders. Through academic and extracurricular activities designed to be as instructional as they are competitive, through mission and service opportunities, arts and athletics, an independent school where pre-K through 8th grade students are formed to become the independent leaders of tomorrow. Schedule a tour at ramachristianschool.org. The Forevermark Diamond Tribute Collection. For your courage, passion, determination, for your tenderness, spirit, and the way you love. For all that you are, the Forevermark Tribute Collection. A diamond for each of your qualities. Forevermark. Beautiful, rare, responsibly sourced. Explore the Forevermark Tribute Collection at Trinity Jewelers Mount Nebo Road. Visit trinityjewelers.com. it was maybe 15 years ago that there started to be a big um, more of a vocal push by those who live in urban centers to talk about how great it is to live in a city you yeah. know for a lot of time in the in the 50s and 60s you know people who had um, lived in cities wanted to get out of cities and that was the rise of the suburb right it's sure, that people yeah. you know saved a, enough money and they decided they wanted to get out of the pollution right. and the traffic and the noise and all of that and they'd go out and find their little piece of heaven right post world war 2 right, america and, right everybody had right. Uh, their little front yard right. and their house and good to go right. terry town See, right exactly and that happened all over uh, the country right different uh, cities in different states well maybe 15 years ago Ago, as I remember it, that's just a round number. All of a sudden, we were talking about how if you're really enlightened, if you really care, I mean, if you're really cultured, 
mean, you're going to live in a city. Oh, yeah. Because suburbs are where stupid Republicans live. <laughs> no, I don't think it was that hard. Oh, I think it was. I, really? Maybe it wasn't stated that way, but really? I think it certainly evolved into that. Like, now, that's flyover country. Now, you and I have both lived in the city. Yeah. And in the suburbs. Right. Right. Now, we lived in the city. Um, I lived in the city a long time. Me too. So did you. Oh. <laughs> you lived in the city for longer than I did because yeah. you lived here and in New York. Right. Um, but it wasn't until I got married and my first child was three did I leave the city and move to the suburbs. Really? Now, that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we lived – we did the exact same thing. I really? lived in the city from the time I was 18 yeah. until I was 29. Mm-hmm. So, what, 11 years? Yeah, and I lived in the city from the time I was 18 until I was... 39. 41. Well, my kid, 41. Okay, okay. So, for a long time. All right, so we... Pretty much... We both love the city. There's no question about it. But I got to the point, I lived in the north side, where my husband and I wanted to have kids, and we had so many steps in the front of our house and so many steps in the back of our house that I thought, I can't possibly... And plus, I'd fallen down those steps so many times in the winter. I thought, I am done. Um, And what was so interesting to me at that point is that my taxes went down so dramatically when I left the city Mm -hmm. and went right outside the city limits in Pittsburgh. Now, I left the city because I wanted a yard. My husband, who grew up in Lancaster County... Wanted a yard. Yeah. He wanted something green. Right. That's how I felt. Yeah. I needed some, you know, a, a place that was private and for me to just kind of hang out and cut the grass and throw a ball to my kid. Right. So let's go back to what I was saying about the last 15 years. So the whole idea has, it seems like culturally speaking in, in uh, America, is that if you really are on the cutting edge, you want to be in a city, right? right. Millennials especially have been preaching this. People like Mike. <laughs> Mike hasn't been preaching, and I'm just kidding. No, but but, that's, but that's, that has been a lot of the of the um, of the expression of millennials yep. is that if you live in a city, in a place where there's a shopping area, in a place where you can be near a university, you can be near restaurants, you can be. This is when you can live your best life. Now, yeah. strangely enough, CNBC just reported yesterday that as millennials enter the next stage of life, which is as you said, John, marriage, kids, and higher salaries. Would you believe that they are exiting busy cities and moving to suburbs? What? I couldn't believe when I read this. Seriously. I can. Data released by the U.S. Census Bureau earlier this week shows that some 27,000 millennials between the ages of 25 and 39 left big cities like New York, San Francisco, and Houston in 2018 for greener, and what did I say? Less expensive pastures, Mm -hmm. according to the Wall Street Journal. Chicago, Las Vegas, D.C., Portland, Oregon, also seeing large numbers of residents leave. That marks the fourth year in a row there's been a noticeable decline in the millennial population in major cities. Mike, you say you're not surprised. I'm not surprised at all because it's just, I don't know, look look at all the people that are up to their earballs with, up to their ears with uh, student loans. Right, so it's cheaper. It's cheaper to move out outside of the city. I mean, taxes. Obviously, you, the closer you go into the city, the, the higher taxes are going to be. Right, but but here's okay. the thing about the city. Oh, wait, sorry. So the thing about Pittsburgh is, you and I, we live so close to the city. Just to, you know, a few minutes in our car, we're in the city. Right, I can so be downtown. I can worlds. be downtown in eight minutes from my house. Pretty much it's me convenient. too. To me, that's ideal. It is. Yeah. Right. So I get some green. I get some quiet. And it's just, it's interesting, isn't it, how what we say with our mouths ends up being different often than how we live our lives. But to be fair, though, when I left the city, 
and I was in my first suburban house, I said to myself, I said to my wife, we've made a mistake. This what? is ridiculous. I should not mm. have done this because you got to get in your car. I mean, I missed the opportunity. I lived in Bloomfield right. to just take a walk down the street, go to the market. I knew people. I know. Where in the suburbs, and, I do not right. know people and like I, I used to And I got to be honest with you, I would love that. I would love to be able to walk more yeah. places. And I just, I don't have that. No. But at the same time, I like my taxes. I like, I like having a bigger yard. I like more quiet. Right. I don't know. But, so there's a trade-off. Yeah. Right? So welcome some millennials into your neighborhood if you live in the suburbs because they're moving. Right. And new Mike, he's looking for a place, so welcome right. Mike as well. All right. I might I might yeah, yeah. put him up in my attic. He's hook me up with a house out there. If you got a nice place, yeah. Because be, he could be like Timmy, yeah. like Three Timmy bedroom. the intern. He could live in the basement. <laughs> I mean, because Mike, he's way up to his ear balls. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> WORDFM, Pittsburgh, a service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Lawmakers heard testimony today from Kurt Volker, the former U.S. envoy to Ukraine. GOP Congressman Jim Jordan says Volker's testimony is not holding up to the allegations in the impeachment inquiry. Not one thing he has said comports with any of the Democrats' impeachment narrative. Not one thing. Meanwhile, Vice President Mike Pence is defending President Trump's call that foreign governments investigate one of Trump's leading Democratic rivals. The fact that that my predecessor had a son who was paid $50,000 a month to be on a Ukrainian board at the time that Vice President Biden was leading the Obama administration's efforts in Ukraine, I, I think is worth looking into. On Wall Street, the Dow by 122 points. The Nasdaq rose 87. The S&P 500 advanced 23. This is SRN News. The ride home with John and Kathy, driven by Calusi Chevrolet, serving the Pittsburgh area for over 100 years. If you could ease the suffering of a persecuted Christian right now, would you? Hi, it's Kenny Woods with Word FM, and I know you would. Hebrews 13.3 urges us to remember those who are mistreated, Noting that when the body of Christ anywhere suffers, we suffer together. These believers live where evangelism is criminalized, where churches are burned, and where Bibles are scarce. They need the hope found only in God's Word, and your gift today lets them know that they're not forgotten. For only $5, a believer like Anna in Africa will receive a Bible, be discipled in her new faith, and trained to share Christ. $35 sends seven Bibles. $100 sends 20 Bibles. And your gift will help us meet our goal of sending the hope of God's Word to 5,000 persecuted Christians. Become a Bible sender today by calling 800-YES-WORD. That's 800-Y-E-S-W-O-R-D. Or give at wordfm.com. Pumpkins, 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 and more pumpkins. Pumpkins are what the Springhouse is thinking about this time of year. Hi, it's me, Marcia, from the Springhouse, and we love sharing our farm with you during this beautiful time of year. We've got all kinds of fun planned for you and your family to be able to spend the whole day on our farm. Pumpkin patch hay rides, a petting zoo, giant square bale stack and pipes for sliding, a hay maze and a corn maze, pumpkin picking right out of the field, old time games under a tent up on the hill, and lots more. And when you get hungry, of course, we have great 
eats inside too with lots of pumpkin creations pumpkin pie pumpkin cookies pumpkin bread pumpkin custard and even pumpkin black bean chili every october saturday features a family-friendly meal and october sundays feature our 4-h hog roast with all the fixins plan to spend a memory-making day on the farm at the spring house in 84 pa 724-228-3339 or springhousemarket.com at Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville, find extreme accessories for all your dirty jobs, like hauling landscape supplies. Protect your vehicle with spray on bed liners, tonneau covers, weather tech floor liners, and more. Say goodbye to dirt and grime inside and out with extreme detailing. Plus, lift kits, electronics, and remote starters, always a favorite. Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville, for the extreme in all of us at extremetruck.net. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. 30% of Americans who are planning home improvements of $5,000 or more will pay for those renovations with a high-interest credit card. That may not be a great idea. A better idea may be to take cash out of your home with a Quicken Loans 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.08%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rate subject to change. Pay 1.25% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. A shower and thunderstorm will be around the area through the evening hours tonight, otherwise mostly cloudy and cooler. Low tonight, 52. Tomorrow, some clouds will be giving way to sunshine, a cooler day, high 63. Mainly clear and chilly tomorrow night, going down to a low of 41. And for Saturday, mostly sunny with a high of 66 degrees. With Iraqi weather forecast, I'm meteorologist Danielle Niddle. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. When I was a young boy, one of my memories is of my grandfather lying on the couch and having Time Magazine in front of his face. So much so that, you know, in the old editions of Time Magazine, they would have like, um, you know, um, uh, Leonoid Brezhnev or Ronald Reagan, you know, the full image. So my grandfather sort of became Brezhnev. My grandfather became, you know, Reagan. You would see the image, you know. And to me as a young man, that Time Magazine was serious bigger than me, something that I did not understand. It was beyond me. It was it was just big. It meant something as a young guy that I didn't understand. Okay, and let me tell you this. When I got my first job, I worked at Kaufman's in men's furnishings. I started saving up money. I put like a little bit aside. Yeah. And three years later, I know that, I mean, I wasn't making much of Kaufman's. Three years later, I felt like I'd arrived. You know why? Hmm. I got a Sports Illustrated subscription. First time. First time. And that was a chunk of money. That was a chunk of money. Right. And I felt like I was an adult. Right. Okay, so there was a time in American publishing where Time Life owned Sports Illustrated. And that Time Magazine, Life Magazine, Sports Illustrated were essentially the big three in mainstream publishing. I mean, careers were built, mm-hmm. billions of dollars, you know, it, that was the central tenant of serious journalism. 
Time Magazine, a weekly news publication, Life Magazine, you know, sort of the weekly publication that was about lifestyle, and Sports Illustrated, all about sports, the Bible of sports. So for many years, the go-to place for sports was Sports Illustrated. Of course, couldn't you wait every week that came? I couldn't wait. It would come on Thursday. Yeah. And it was a thick yeah. magazine. I mean, it, and I, it was just such a thrill when I got it. I just can't tell you how I would just soak it up. Because you were informed. I was informed, and the photography was outstanding. Oh and gosh. it was just a deeper dive into sports than you could get anywhere else. Because, of course, there I didn't have ESPN. No. I didn't have C, you know, Fox Sports you had wide world or of sports. NBC Sports or whatever. Yeah, you had the Wide World of Sports Saturday, and you had Sports Illustrated. Right. So news yesterday that there were going to be almost 50 layoffs at Sports Illustrated was in many ways a a nod of expectation. It's unclear how many employees uh, work at Sports Illustrated. And the the Time Life thing, that's long since gone. Time Magazine uh, sold... Uh, Sports Illustrated last year to something called the Maven Inc. And the Maven Inc. is on my last nerve. Why is that? I'll tell you why. Because about two years ago, I ended up with one of those deals where I bought something and I got a free subscription for a year to any magazine. Yeah. And I thought to myself, I'm going to go back to Sports Illustrated. I haven't gotten Sports Illustrated since I was in college. Yeah. You know, I need to. I want to go back Check and do it this. Out. So I started getting it, and the first thing I noticed it 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 is literally one tenth the size it mm-hmm. used to be. Sure, like the daily paper. It is so small now. It still has excellent photography. It still has some excellent writing. But the other thing that didn't bother me then that bothers me now mm. is I hate that swimsuit issue. Oh yeah. I That's, hate it. You know I, ab- I absolutely hate it. That is essentially propped up Sports Illustrated for many years, yep. right? That that issue sells hundreds of thousands, if not millions of copies that makes Sports Illustrated. And I'm year. really disappointed with myself that, that didn't bother me all mm-hmm. those years ago, but it bothers me now. So anyway, I called and canceled my subscription. Because of that. And it keeps coming. <laughs> so that's why Maven's on my last nerve. I think, yeah. So, and I, you'd think there's no when you with all of these magazine companies now, when you go to cancel a subscription, you can't even figure out a phone number. You don't know who to call, right? And you you call a number and nobody answers. Mm-hmm. So they get your credit card number. And they have you they on their list, forever. and they're going to own you forever unless you can find your way through this labyrinth, which I thought, which I thought I did, found my way through the labyrinth, finally canceled it, got a confirmation number. I'm still getting it. Is that Publishers Clearinghouse? Because you might have won. The, the giant check might show up. If I get the giant check, I'll give you guys a small percentage. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the Maven Inc. has said they're going to clear clear the offices, and what they're going to do is hire 200 contract employees. People with no health care, no benefits. Isn't that They're just sad. all stringers. Look, this is the problem because we have lost mainstream journalism. What it is to be a journalist is disappeared. And now people are working for websites or podcasts. Or for and, ESPN. And or- they're making a tenth or less of what serious journalists used to make back in the day. And all of us as a society, look, hashtag fake news. That's a thing Isn't because that of the this. Truth? I, I read you guys a uh, news alert that came across my screen earlier this morning. It was about 11 o'clock. And I won't read it to you now because I don't want to to talk down the public. And I really don't want to bring up the subject it was about. But it was supposed to be a news report, except it was completely an opinion statement. 
Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, and I said to you guys, how is this, how does, how does this pass for reporting? Right. This isn't reporting. This is someone's political acts that they're grinding, and it's coming across my iPad. So I wonder what schools, I mean, colleges built reputations on their schools of journalism, right? I mean, I, I had friends know. who go to Northwestern that yeah. was a serious journalist sure. school. How they reacted to that? How do you build the future? Because people aren't going to go into journalism now. It doesn't pay. No. So, they, well, first of all, it doesn't pay. And second of all, I hate to say this, but it almost doesn't exist. So what happens? So the free press, the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette publishes how many days a week? So the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette only publishes Thursday, Friday, and Sunday now. They Three publish days a week, a paper electronic edition. editions the other days. But in print, it's only Thursday, Friday, and Sunday. As bad as that is, I wouldn't mind it if it was a decent electronic edition. The elect- but it's junk. And I can't tell you, and for all Sorry. of you listening who work for the Post-Gazette, I've tried to get a subscription three different times, and there's some kind of computer glitch, and I can't even get one. So if you want to sell one, call me here at the station, because I really would love to actually buy one. All right. Okay, so what you want to? I want to get out of. I, w- I would like to get get a subscription to the Post Gazette, and I would like to get out of my subscription to the Sports Illustrated. All right, someone can help Kath with that. That's, yeah, there fifty thousand watts over three states. That would be great. Let's get this problem it? solved. It's like Wayne Van Dyne. <laughs> That's what that is. Is someone on my side? Yeah. All right. We'll take a break. Come back. Uh, we're going to talk in a little bit uh, about these startling events that happened yesterday in a courtroom about forgiveness. But at the same time, talk about the, the feelings outside the courtroom. Stay with us for that. 101.5 WORD. Next time on The Journey with Ron Moore. Salvation is only through Jesus. He's the beginning of salvation when we trust in him. He empowers us to live a life that pleases him. And he's the source of eternal salvation. Hello, this is Ron Moore, pastor of the Bible Chapel here in Pittsburgh. I invite you to join us on the journey each morning at 1130 on 101.5 Word FM. They blow into town with the wind, rain, and hail. Out-of-town storm chasers going door-to-door, often posing as a local company offering a quick fix to desperate homeowners. If you've had damage to your roof, windows, siding, or gutters and downspouts, you may be eligible to get them replaced or repaired free of charge. Just be careful who you call. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. With over 50 years in home remodeling, Windows R Us is the area's premier exterior replacement company for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, doors, and of course, windows. If damage isn't your issue and you just want something new, you'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. A company who will never skip down when it comes to honoring their warranty. Visit the area's premier exterior replacement company at windowsruspittsburgh.com. Mention Word FM for an additional 10% off at windowsruspittsburgh.com. That's windowsruspittsburgh.com. How can a fully stocked restroom improve your image? How can serviced fire extinguishers or a first aid cabinet make your employees more prepared? How can comfortable work apparel make your business more productive? For over a million customers, the answer is simple. Cintas. Cintas delivers everything you need to open your doors with confidence. Because helping keep businesses well-equipped, clean, and looking their best, that's our business. Oh, I'm ready! 
Get Cintas and get ready for the workday. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. You own a local business, and your national competition is eating your lunch. But you can beat them with our digital marketing experts. We're Salem Surround. We offer a free analysis of your digital marketing and suggest methods that could dramatically increase your sales. There are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to SalemSurround.com. Connecting you with new customers. Pretty amazing story in a courtroom yesterday has uh, just ricocheted across the uh, the internet and across the the church where in public uh, a young man whose brother was killed uh, talked to the woman who was sentenced to 10 years, the woman who murdered the young man's husband or a brother and said, I forgive you and I hope that you do come to Christ. Uh, let's set the stage. Um, if you haven't seen the video, first off, let me just tell you. Set some time aside tonight and find it online and watch it because we're going to play the audio in just a bit. But seeing the look on the young man's face and seeing what transpired in the courtroom is really, I think, going to shake you up. Mm -hmm. It really shook me up when I watched it. And um, so before we listen to the clip, uh, let's talk about what happened. So Amber Geyer, an off-duty patrol officer in Dallas, entered the apartment of a 26-year-old accountant by the name of um, Botham Jean. And she said later that she got off the elevator at the wrong floor and she thought it was her apartment. So when she saw a man in there, she mistook him for a burglar and she shot him twice and killed him. And the young man was sitting on his couch eating a bowl of ice cream. And before you know it, in his own apartment, there he lay dead. So Amber called the police department and said, I, I thought I, you know, thought he was in my apartment. I, you know, I made a mistake. And of course, they came. There was the young man. A trial happened. It caused a lot of outrage, as you would expect, between black and white. Uh, a police officer, a white police officer, killing an unarmed black man in his own house, essentially. Mm-hmm. So, on October first of this year, she was found guilty of murder, and then on the next day, she was sentenced to ten years in prison. And this is where we come to the audio that we're about to hear. Um, Botham Jean's brother, Brant, was allowed to give a victim impact statement to the people gathered in the courtroom. And so he addressed Amber Geyer directly, and this is what he said. I hope you go to God with all what, all the guilt, all the, things, the bad things you may have done in the past, each and every one of us may have done something that we're not supposed to do. If you truly are sorry, I know I can speak for myself. I 
I forgive you. And I know if you go to God and ask him, he will forgive you. And I don't think anyone could say it. Again, I'm speaking for myself, not even bad for my family. But I love you just like anyone else. And I'm not going to say I hope you rot and die just like my brother did, but I see, I, I personally want the best for you. And I, I wasn't going to ever say this in front of my family or anyone, but I don't even want you to go to jail. I want the best for you. Because I know that's what that's exactly what both of them would want you to do. And the best would be give your life to Christ. I'm not going to say anything else. I think giving your life to Christ would be the best thing that both of them would want you to do. Again, I love you as a person. And I don't wish anything bad on you. I don't know if this is possible, but can can I give her a hug, please? Please. And so from there, the judge said yes, and the victim's brother and the perpetrator, the murderer, met on the floor in the courtroom, and they hugged, and they hugged, and they hugged. And the judge cried. I mean, it was an incredible moment, and you can hear the emotion in the young man's voice. Justin Taylor is with us. Justin joins us from the Gospel Coalition. Uh, uh, He's the executive vice president for book publishing at Crossway. He wrote a piece to the Gospel Coalition called, He Asked to Hug the Woman Who Killed His Brother. I forgive you. I love you. Give your life to Christ. Justin, welcome back to the show. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you both for having me. Justin, isn't that a humbling thing to watch? It really is. I don't uh, imagine anybody could possibly watch it and not feel moved. Even if, if they're not a believer, there's something about seeing Brandt stand there and look the woman in the eye who killed his brother and to express uh, gospel love and humility. There's so much pathos there and so much pain, but also so uh, there's something different going on that I think uh, the world has to look in and say, there, that must come from somewhere else. That's something beautiful is happening there. And so I was very moved, and I can't really imagine anybody not being moved by such a beautiful display. Mm-hmm. It truly is extraordinary. You don't see something like that. And I think anybody who could put themselves, you know, in the shoes of that young man, for a lot of people, that'd be the last thing you would do would to say, I forgive you. And I'd like to give you a hug because there's a lot of outrage still about this case. Let's talk about what. uh, So the sentence was 10 years for the police officer. And outside of the courtroom, 
there was a, a lot of angry people. They were hoping for 28 years or more of a sentence. Talk about that because, you know, uh, it became essentially a white and black issue. And, of course, me not being African-American and, you know, not having a history with the police, this was central to the case. Yeah, absolutely. It, uh, it, you know, there's so many dynamics built up there that it is, uh, you know, a cop, it is uh, a white cop, it is a victim, a victim who is black, a victim who was innocent, a victim who was unarmed. It plays into a much larger and painful narrative that we are still in the middle of in the United States, and, and emotions run high, and, and I think that's okay. Uh, I think one of the things that uh, a beautiful testimony like this should not encourage us to do is just to say everybody needs to calm down. You don't shouldn't have opinions. Emotions shouldn't run deep. We we do need to let the emotions run deep, and yet we need to listen to one another, to love one another, and to to try to move forward together. And I think the beautiful display here is that the gospel ends up being a unifying factor in all of this. But uh, yeah, it, an incredibly painful reality, and, and one that we shouldn't just kind of sweep under the bus. And I know some African-American Christians are even sensitive about the way in which this story has gone viral, hoping that Christians don't just say, look, uh, you're somebody who said that there shouldn't even be punishment. And, uh, of course, there are still consequences that have to be had. But, um, yeah, I, I think we need to think carefully about all of this. But at the end of the day, I think the gospel did shine no matter what side of, of the aisle you might be on this issue. Right. And punishment and forgiveness are very difficult things. I mean, when when the two embraced, for those of you who haven't seen the video, it's a mixture of uh, it's a mixture of forgiveness and parts of it are beautiful and there's a lot of despair. I mean, it's it's not just a moment of you know, glorious forgiveness. It's a moment of real life um, that's complicated and very painful. Is it ever? And, you know, made me think, Justin, as I was watching it this afternoon, I was thinking about the thief on the cross, the thief on the cross next to Christ who says, you know, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And it's funny, the way we think about that exchange between Jesus and the the um, people on either side of him is very antiseptic. You know, we think, oh, well, they're all hanging there. And, you know, the one says, you know, you know, curse God. And the other one says, no, no, no. And it's like a, just a conversation. But we forget, we don't even enter into the agony, the, the literal, physical, emotional, psychological, mental agony of the moment. So having Jesus say, today you will be with me in paradise is such a cosmic moment um, mm-hmm. that's born of such pain, um, such life-altering pain. And so seeing that moment in the courtroom today kind of helped that come to life a little bit for me. Yeah, and I think we're so conditioned to cliches and to sentimental movies and those sort of things where we have kind of a feel-good moment and we move on. But to sit there and to witness that, of course, we're just doing it through our computer screens and TV screens. Sometimes real life just breaks in, you know, in a raw way that you realize this is it's not just a story. This is not just a sentiment. This is not just the, the ending of a you know, Hallmark movie. But there, this man, you can just hear it in his voice. You can see it in his eyes. He, he lost his beloved brother. And 
of the temptations toward vengeance and uh, the pain he must feel in his own heart. Uh, again, I, I think viewers have to look at that and say something different is going on there that can enable somebody to give them freedom to come to that sort of conclusion and that sort of offer to her is, is really just remarkable. Yeah, it surely is. I mean, it's so big and so amplified that I, I think, you know, for me, when I watch it, I think, all my, you know, small-mindedness, all my pettiness, oh. all my, you know... All my simple faith that's really not yeah. worth all that much. It's, you know, it's it's so small by comparison. And I wonder about the preparation that the young man took before mm-hmm. he made that statement of, you know, the the machinations that he went through in his own personal life. I'd love to know more about him and his walk and what that was like and... And how he arrived at that point in his life that he could be so generous. I mean, it's just gigantic. And I think for at least just for me and for people who see themselves reflected in that, in my smallness, I would pray that I, you know we would have the wherewithal to be able to ascend to that level of deep and really strong forgiveness. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, we all need to learn biblical principles. But there's something powerful about actually seeing an example. The Bible tells us yeah. a lot about. I look to people who are doing things in the right way. You know, Paul says, imitate me in this way. And so I think it's good to have things go, quote-unquote, viral like this. We can see somebody actually doing it. Again, not just in a movie, not just in a story. And I've reflected today, I looked at the little counter on my video. I think it's less than two minutes that he actually speaks. So, you know, what is that, 115 seconds maybe total? But he gets in a lot of material there. You, you were saying, John, you wonder how much goes into uh, you know, what he said, but he's talking there not just about his own offer of forgiveness, but he's encouraging her to seek forgiveness from the Lord, mm-hmm. uh, not just to say, God's already forgiven you, but to say, if you are truly sorry, I believe God will forgive you. Uh, he has the wherewithal to say, I'm not speaking even for my whole family. I'm not speaking on behalf of the black community. I'm speaking here one-on-one as an individual to an individual. I'm just telling you my heart. Uh, He's saying in words, I I love you. He's expressing the essence of love. I want the best for you. And he defines what the best is for her, and that would be for her to embrace Jesus Christ. Um, You know, again, I don't know how long he thought and planned, but, but when during that space of 115 seconds or whatever it was, he was able to communicate divine forgiveness, human-to-human forgiveness, love, and then the love is not just expressed theoretically, but he wants to give her a tangible expression of love, and then he he proclaims Christ to her. He encourages her to turn to Jesus. So what a remarkable testimony and offer and witness all within the space of, of two minutes or less. Amen to that. Justin Taylor. Justin joins us as Vice President for Publishing at Crossway. He wrote a piece at the uh, Gospel Coalition that sums up what uh, we witnessed yesterday about uh, forgiveness and coming to Christ in the midst of deep tragedy. Thanks, Justin. Greatly appreciate your time here with us. We're going to take a quick break, come back. we got lots more ahead. Hey, Jennifer and Koviak is in the news. And uh, speaking of forgiveness, she's center stage in that here in Western Pennsylvania as well. You know, if one part of the body suffers, the Bible says, we suffer together. 
Hi, it's Michael with Bible League International, and we're partnering together to send the hope of God's Word to persecuted believers all over the world who are singled out, monitored, beaten, jailed, in some cases threatened with death, simply because they believe Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Arguably, this is the most important issue facing the global church. Let me give you some more perspective. By the end of the average hour-long worship service in America on a Sunday, a dozen Christians elsewhere in the world will be killed simply because of their faith. If you're persecuted like this, you need to know and savor the words of Jesus when he says, I'm with you always. WORD and Bible League are partnering to send the hope of God's word to 5,000 persecuted believers. $5 sends a Bible, $100 sends 20, every gift matched. Call 800-YES-WORD, 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 or give at wordfm.com. Hi, I'm John Henney from Henney Jewelers. Since 1887, my family has helped people celebrate the most memorable moments in their lives. We are rooted in faith and commit to doing the right thing again and again. We believe in the covenant of marriage and use our To Have and To Hold program to encourage couples as they prepare to spend the rest of their lives together. Please stop into our Shadyside store to learn more or visit HennyJewelers.com. Henny Jewelers, your jewelers for life. What are you doing to enhance your marriage? We want to be on the same page. Even when that gets tough. Family Life's Weekend to Remember. It was one of like the best weekends of our... We just want to soak in all this knowledge. It's fun and practical. The Weekend to Remember is coming to the Pittsburgh Marriott North November 1st and the 8th. Just do it because you're going to get something good out of this. Wow, this is really making a difference. Take your marriage from good to great. Visit WeekendToRemember.com. At the Original Mattress Factory, our mattresses and box springs aren't just American-made. They're hometown-made. Our products are hand-built one at a time in local factories using only the highest quality materials. And each of our employees is also an owner. So when you purchase from the Original Mattress Factory, you're not only getting a quality mattress at a factory direct price, you're also supporting your local economy. Visit an Original Mattress Factory location near you to see what Hometown Made is all about. I'm a lawn guy and proud of it. Pro tip, watch the fall leaves. When that first bad boy drops, boom, get feeding and seeding with Scott's. Lay down Scott's Turf Builder today, and come spring, your lawn will be so thick, green, and strong, neighbors like Steve over there will be mad green with envy. Hey, sweet lawn, Stevie. (laughs) Steve. Don't be a Steve. Be a lawn guy. Pick up a bag of Scott's Turf Builder today. This is a Scott's Yard. A shower and thunderstorm will be around the area through the evening hours tonight. Otherwise, mostly cloudy and cooler. Low tonight, 52. Tomorrow, some clouds will be giving way to sunshine. A cooler day, high 63. Mainly clear and chilly tomorrow night, going down to a low of 41. And for Saturday, mostly sunny with a high of 66 degrees. With Iraqi weather forecast, I'm meteorologist Danielle Niddle. The Forevermark Diamond Tribute Collection. For your courage, passion, determination, for your tenderness, spirit, and the way you love. For all that you are, the Forevermark Tribute Collection, a diamond for each of your qualities. Forevermark, beautiful, rare, responsibly sourced. Explore the Forevermark Tribute Collection at Trinity Jewelers Mount Nebo Road. Visit TrinityJewelers.com. 
check this out. I was surprised to see this. A former KDKA news anchor, Jennifer Ankoviak, will be the new face of community relations for the Pittsburgh Catholic Diocese as it works to move forward from last year's scathing grand jury report on uh, clergy sexual abuse. This is from today's um, the Tribune Review. Uh, Deb Erdley is uh, reporting here. Bishop Zubik announced uh, Thursday that Ankoviak will be hired to fill a newly created position of executive director for community relations. She starts November 1. Quote, she will oversee existing communication operations with a focus on strategy and personal engagement with parishioners and the public, said Bishop Zubik. The diocese, which has eliminated positions in consolidated parishes due to continuing declines in attendance and collections, is underwriting Jennifer Ankoviak's post through a new endowment established by donors who wanted to strengthen the public presence of the church through communication of the core mission of the Diocese of Pittsburgh. Jennifer Ankoviak is a mother of five, an active Catholic, was a reporter at KDKA for 23 years. Jen is a lovely person. She certainly is. She's terrific. Mm-hmm. She was in studio with us a couple times years ago, and I'd love her. Yeah, she's legit. She sure is. Yeah. And so That's I wish an uphill her, battle. It is, that uphill. is called taking on a heavy load. It sure is. I mean, look, uh, we profiled uh, that whole clergy sexual abuse, the grand jury report, for a long time. And uh, as Pittsburgh... Uh, you know, I don't if you're non-denominational or whatever you know Christian faith that you are. There's a lot of people in Pittsburgh. The majority of uh, believers, uh, well, I don't know what it is, forty percent, fifty percent, or more, would identify themselves as Catholic. Mm-hmm. So this made headlines for a lot of people. It was personal, right? Deeply personal. So she's going to be out there uh, beating the bushes and going to different dioceses. It's going to be a tough task. And acting as that spokesperson to try to heal some wounds. God bless her. She needs every help she can get. Yeah. Jennifer Ankoviak. All right, coming up next, we're going to talk about spiritual pilgrimage. Yeah. Have you ever taken a spiritual pilgrimage? No. Would you like to? Yes. All right. Let's uh, discover that together on the road next. 101.5 WORD. Turning Point with David Jeremiah. We compartmentalize our faith, don't we? That's what we do on Sunday. The rest of the time we do other things. But that's not the way the early Christians lived. Their job was an add-on to their real ministry, which was to live for Christ. That's what I hope we can begin to see happen. Join Dr. David Jeremiah for his series, Everything You Need, next time on Turning Point. This evening at 7.30 on 101.5 WORD. They blow into town with the wind, rain, and hail. Out-of-town storm chasers going door-to-door, often posing as a local company offering a quick fix to desperate homeowners. If you've had damage to your roof, windows, siding, or gutters and downspouts, you may be eligible to get them replaced or repaired free of charge. Just be careful who you call. Visit windowsruspittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. With over 50 years in home remodeling, Windows Are Us is the area's premier exterior replacement company for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, doors, and of course, 
windows. If damage isn't your issue and you just want something new, you'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. A company who will never skip down when it comes to honoring their warranty. Visit the area's premier exterior replacement company at windowsruspittsburgh.com. Mention Word FM for an additional 10% off at windowsruspittsburgh.com. That's windowsruspittsburgh.com. I thought it was a great experience working with Nello. They were honest, understood what we were looking for. They really went above and beyond. Impact Christian Church on building ministry with Nello Construction. How they spent time with us and got to know us on a personal level really meant a lot to us because they got to know us, not just our building, and that really came out in what they constructed for us. We took this old building that was pretty beat up and to see it transformed into what it is today was truly an awesome experience. Got a vision? Begin the journey at NelloConstruction.com. From the moment you met, it's as if you were custom made for each other. Why should your jewelry be any different? Trinity Jewelers is the area's premier designer of custom jewelry that celebrates life's closest relationships, from breathing new life into a family heirloom to crafting a -a one-of-a-kind original out of nothing but imagination. Trinity's master craftsmen create affordable pieces that tell your own unique story. See how at trinityjewelers.com. At Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville, find extreme accessories for all your dirty jobs, like hauling landscape supplies. Protect your vehicle with spray-on bed liners, tonneau covers, weather tech floor liners, and more. Say goodbye to dirt and grime inside and out with extreme detailing. Plus, lift kits, electronics, and remote starters, always a favorite. Extreme car and truck in Bridgeville, for the extreme in all of us. At ExtremeTruck.net. It's getting harder and harder to make sense out of today's headlines. To stay on top of breaking world and national news with a Christian worldview and a faith-based perspective on what it means, turn to ChristianHeadlines.com. Log on to ChristianHeadlines.com for the very latest news and then sign up for our free daily newsletter to stay one step ahead of what's happening. Get out of the mainstream media rut with top news and positive headlines every day with ChristianHeadlines.com. There comes a time in your, in your life where you're at a crossroads, where you have been raised, a lot of us have been raised in the church, and for a lot of people, they step away for a season, and you have to decide, am I going to live my parents' faith, or am I going to find a path into my own relationship with Jesus, if I chose to even be on that path in the first place, right? I mean, I think to to mature as a a believer in Christ, you must go on spiritual journeys. Now, you don't necessarily have to go, you know, on the road to, you know, Gethsemane, but people do do that. I've done that. It can be an internal journey, right? Um. I think it's a necessary thing to mature that you embrace your faith in your own way. And to do that requires a certain amount of risk, a certain amount of gain and loss. Mm -hmm. But to not do so, I believe, leads you to a flaccid and hollow faith. Mm -hmm. A spiritual journey, whether internally or the actual physical journey, is imperative to mature in Christ. So internal journeys can take, well multitude of shapes because it's completely individual and unique to you 
physical journeys, there are, you know, certain spiritual pilgrimages that are mapped out. Right. You know, uh, that, that, you know, famous ones that. The Camino de Santiago. Right. right? In that's, Spain. So that's the, the Way of James. Right. right. So that's, that's the most common one that I can think of. But, you know, each of us have done different things over the years that have been meaningful for us that haven't taken us to Spain, but it still changed us in some way. So what would you talk about first? Well, um, I've talked about this any number of times. You know, there was a time in my life where I was in my my late 20s and uh, I was a a punk and just kind of, you know, living vicariously for the sake of living for my own pleasure. And you know how that is. (laughs) I don't have to tell anybody who's been there and done that. It doesn't end well, right? You, You eventually crash because pleasure for the sake of pleasure leads to destruction of the heart and the soul. So there was a point in my life where I got on my knees with the assistance of a, a, a man who took interest in my, my spiritual journey, and he brought me to Jesus. I rededicated myself to Christ, raised in my parents' church, knowing that experience, but leaving that and be starting to go on the road of a relationship with Christ. That was way back in the 80s. I've been on that road since. I've also taken spiritual journeys, gone away for weeks at a time to be in solitude. Very important. All right. So what was that like? It was wonderful. Um, so know, it, it was not just a week where you went to some town and decided not to talk to somebody. No, no. <laughs> which I you know, would like to do as well. No. Uh, you know, the, you know the, the old system of monasteries, right, where they welcome the stranger. That still exists mm-hmm. all oh, over yeah. the world. So choose a place. I mean, if you would Google in, you know, monasteries or spiritual journeys. I went to the monastery uh, in Kentucky where Thomas Merton uh, spent most of his life as a believer, Gethsemane. And, you you know, right now you can send an email out to there's also a really great monastery um, in upstate New York. That's about four hours away. I went and stayed in two monasteries in Germany. It's a lot farther away. Yeah. But they're available. Right. And they, you know, as part of their commitment to Christ, they are required to allow space for anyone who knocks on the door. And you stay and you can, at least my time at Gethsemane, you can choose to be part of the daily routine of those monks who are there for decades for their lives or not. I stayed in a what they you know it's a room which they called a cell, very simple. It was just a single bed, a chair, a desk, and you know I followed along with the bells, the bells of worship. So they start their day at four thirty a.m. There is a, a service, there are prayers, then there's a break, then there's some breakfast. Uh, at nine o'clock, there's uh, bells again, another prayer, another, you know, time of reflection. At noon, the same thing. At two o'clock in the afternoon, the same thing. At 7 uh, p.m., the same thing. And at 9 p.m., the same thing until early the next morning at 4.30. And this is what they've been doing for many, many decades, if not for 100 years or more in Gethsemane. So that's the small... It just drew me closer. It was an intentional aspect to say, I want to, I'm going to break down things. I want to step away from the busyness of the world. I want to leave my phone behind. I'd like to leave anything that's, you know, 
not of God mm-hmm. behind. And I want to draw closer to you. In those times that I wasn't in with the community, I was in prayer or reading or sleeping. It was a surrender. Okay, how about this? So this is a different thing. It's not a monastery or a cloister. But um, I was able to go to the Netherlands over the summer and go to Corey Ten Boom's house. Corey Ten Boom is an absolute hero of the Christian faith. And she lived in Harlem, which is a, a city right outside of Amsterdam in the Netherlands. And she lived during World War II uh, along with her father and her brothers and her sister. And they developed and built and cultured the hiding place, which was a spot in their home where they hid Jews who were threatened with whatever. They were threatened with humiliation at first, and then they were threatened with starvation, and then they were threatened with being taken away to camps, and they were threatened uh, with their lives, and they protected them. And I'm telling you, walking down the street in Harlem and seeing their house for real, I could, it was one of the high points of my life. Really? It really was. I couldn't even get in because it was closed. Really? Right? I could not get over, because I had read the book, for those of you who have read the book, you know the story of how amazingly Jesus worked in that house. I just, it's one of my favorite books I've ever read. And so standing there and looking at that front door of the clock shop, her dad's clock shop, um, where he worked for all those decades and where Corey worked, and the amount of glory that was a daily occurrence there in the space of absolute horror that was happening all over Europe at that time was just it being there was an absolute joy. Wonderful. It really was. So it doesn't have to be a trip to a monastery. It doesn't have to be, you know, a, a thing where you are in solitude, though it can be. It can be going to a place like that and just relishing that the Holy Spirit was alive and active and doing something so amazing in a place that you can stand in. Amen to that. And don't you know, here in the city of Pittsburgh, there have been many, many uh, people, Jews especially, who this last year have been on a spiritual journey. Now, we're going to come up on the uh, one-year anniversary of the Tree of Life shooting. It was uh, October 27th was the shooting. And in that year, in that almost year, there are many faithful people who have made it a regular prayer practice mm-hmm. to surrender themselves to the God of their understanding and to give themselves over. As we move closer to that anniversary, we'll hear a lot of stories about people who've been on these journeys. It's a wonderful thing. If you've ever considered something like that. Something intentional. Something that is outside the ordinary. Again, it doesn't even have to be something where you leave your house. If you're unable to travel, um, if you have a, a medical condition or an economic condition that prohibits you traveling, it's fine. You can do something different. Right. That mixes it up and opens your eyes in a new way. Exactly. And I think that's the whole point of it all, right? It shakes you mm-hmm. from your regular yeah. routines, your regular assumptions about your walk with Christ, and a, a deeper dive, whether it's a prayer life, whether however it is. I mean, there are so many different resources that are out there. You know, well, it's individual. You plan the course for yourself. But I, I tell you, the strength and the insight mm-hmm. and the, the drawing nearer to Christ that you'll gather in that spiritual journey is unlike anything. And it can only be through you individually and intimate in your relationship with Jesus. Right. So I'd recommend that. Yeah, I think 
Go for the pilgrimage. Okay, if you were going to go to one, if you were going to take another one, do you have one in mind, like something that you'd like to do? Well, well, you'd like to go do the, do the Way of James in yeah, Spain, Yeah, I right? think I would, yeah. yeah. I would really love to take a walk, yeah. a 435-mile walk, and be intentional praying as you move along that. Because the cool thing I think about that is that you're with other pilgrims on that journey. Mm-hmm. So other like-minded people. So in the evening, as you gather together, what's that like? Who are all those people from around the world who are also called in that same instant that you are to travel along? I love the idea of that. I don't know what that would be like. I was thinking when I was in Germany how cool it would be to like ap- follow like the path of the Reformation. Mm. To go to Wittenberg and to see where Martin Luther traveled and maybe be in Geneva and see where Calvin was. And I was in a, a town um, in the middle of Germany where Zwingli was. And that would be that would make for a really cool thing. You could learn a lot. And really, again, that would be a, a, a time where physically you would be present in the same space where God was doing an amazing thing on earth. Right. Was really calling the church you know, back to himself. How many times have we talked about going to Israel? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I mean, neither, which is shocking, you and I have never been to Israel. And of course, how many of our friends I and know. family members have been to Israel on that spiritual journey to read along, to see Jesus, you know, to be at the Red Sea, to be at Gethsemane, to all those places and to walk in the footsteps. That's a wonderful spiritual journey. You know what Maybe else I was so. thinking? You know, our friend Todd Allen, Yeah, he does the um, civil rights bus trip. Oh, right. I would love to do that. Yeah, he does that every summer, right? Yeah, in June, I think. Yeah, Todd's going to be with us next week. Is he? He's coming to Pittsburgh, as a matter of fact. He's coming to Geneva College. Oh, we'll talk about that. Yeah. See, that would be another fabulous pilgrimage. Right. So I don't know. I mean, I just think, yeah, you can continue on your path, and that's fine, but it's necessary to shake shake things up, right? I think it's, don't you do that in your marriage? That's a healthy marriage, right? right? You change things up for the sake of growth. Yeah, but oftentimes... You have to be stuck in a rut for a really long time before you decide to change it up. Right. That's the problem. It would be better for all of us if we'd change it up more. Right. All right. We'll take a break. Come back. Stick around. we got more ahead. Uh, it's the ride on with John and Kathy. Oh, how about the story of the guys, more than 600 uh, men and women in the military jumped out of airplanes last night at one time, and a lot of them wound up in the hospital. The Forever Mark Diamond Tribute Collection. For your courage passion, determination, for your tenderness, spirit, and the way you love. For all that you are, the Forevermark Tribute Collection, a diamond for each of your qualities. Forevermark, beautiful, rare, responsibly sourced. Explore the Forevermark Tribute Collection at Trinity Jewelers Mount Nebo Road. Visit trinityjewelers.com. You've all helped build MyPillow into the amazing company that it is today. Now, Mike Lindell, the inventor and CEO of MyPillow, wants to give back to word listeners everywhere. You can get deep discounts on all MyPillow products if you go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the new radio listener specials. Now you can get deep discounts on MyPillows, mattress toppers, bed sheets, and so much more. For example, MyPillow is bringing back their popular BOGO offer for all MyPillows. That's right. Buy one MyPillow, get another absolutely free. Remember, all MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. It's MyPillow's way of saying thank you for all your support. 
Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the new radio listener specials, and get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the buy one, get one free for all MyPillows. Enter promo code WORD or call 800-391-0954 for these great radio specials. That's 800-391-0954 or MyPillow.com, promo code WORD. We're surrounded by noise, bombarded by information, messages struggling to get attention. So many ways to reach customers. Your message needs to cut through and stand out for the resources and know-how to make it all work. There's Salem Surround. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. October 11th and 12th, Gospel Life Church in Evans City presents the 2019 Engage Conference. This year's theme, Communion with God. Join keynote speakers Dr. Carl Truman of Grove City College and Dr. Andy Snyder of Radiant Church Austin, along with an esteemed panel of guests as you explore ways to go deeper in your relationship with God. Child care will be provided. Reserve now at gospellifechurch.net slash conference. The 2019 Engage Conference, October 11th and 12th. Details at gospel. GospelLifeChurch.net slash conference. Indeed, used by over 3 million businesses for hiring, where business owners and HR professionals can post job openings with screener questions, then sort, review, and communicate with candidates from an online dashboard. Learn more at Indeed.com slash hire. Train up children in the way they should go, and when they are old, they will not depart from it. PittsburghChristianSchools.net will help you locate true educational partners in Allegheny, Beaver, Butler, and Washington counties. PittsburghChristianSchools.net Check this out. This is <laughs> I love stories like this. Uh, yeah, sorry for the people who got hurt. Twenty-two soldiers. <laughs> Since you're laughing, I'm sorry. Nice job. Twenty-two soldiers have been injured as hundreds parachuted onto a Mississippi military base during a night training exercise last night. U.S. Army spokesperson John Pennell told the paratroopers that they were among 650 soldiers jumping from C-130 planes last night. Some of the parachuters were blown off course for their intended landing zone and, and landed into a strand of pine trees. Oh. Several became entangled in the branches and had to be rescued. Pennell said that at least 15 of the people hurt were treated by medics and other seven were hospitalized. None of the injuries were considered to be life-threatening. The troopers belong to the 4th Brigade of the 25th in- Infantry Division at the Joint Base in Anchorage, Alaska. A Mississippi National Guard statement said soldiers were continuing to jump into the drop zone, and once all of them have been accounted for, the training will be uh, will continue because soldiers always place the mission first. 3,000 troops from Alaska are participating in a month-long training in Operation Arctic Anvil. So uh, last night, can you imagine what that's like? No, I, I was trying to picture it in my head. So plane, these big, gigantic planes, these C-130s, and 650 people are jumping out. And then you see all those parachutes floating down, but then, you know, on the fringes, those so these poor, poor people wiping out got stuck in the tree limbs and stuff. I mean, I, I just think it's a fascinating sight. And, and well, I don't mean to make light of it. But, no, of course not. But, you know, it, it is pretty amazing sight. 650 guys with parachutes and 22 of them up in a pine tree. <laughs> just all. I mean, probably not in the same pine tree. Probably not. I think it's different still, pine trees. I mean, you know, the good thing is none of them are life-threatening. Right, so. right. Okay. Now, speaking of unexpected, uh, yeah. we have another alligator. 
What do you mean? Another alligator found near the uh, Allegheny River here in Pittsburgh. <laughs> Crikey. <laughs> Crikey. <laughs> so the last alligator was at, wait, I forget where. Lawrenceville. No, is it, is no this, this one? one's in Lawrenceville. Okay. I can't remember where the last one was. Uh, they get they get around. So this is, this is like I the fourth or fifth sighting like in the past couple of right, months, because, isn't it? So people are buying alligators as pets when they're tiny, and then oh, they are so surprised when they grow up, right? And they yep. think, well, so so they're just going to leave the alligator out in Pittsburgh? I mean, it's just a terrible thing. If you've it got sure an alligator is. and you don't want it, take it to a, a place that specializes in reptile, reptiles and have them tell you what to do. Yeah. But don't leave it in Lawrenceville. Please do not, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of good places to eat, but seriously. Yeah, so they, they've named the alligator that they found in Lawrenceville last night Gus. That's nice. Which, I've got a dog named Gus. And I've Gus. got a, a cat. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had a boss named Gus. No, see, we all have a You had a boss that's... or a bus? Boss. A boss? Oh, okay. Sorry. Well, Sorry. We'll have a, I like it. We all have a connection. A Gus connection. Okay, so the uh, the Gus the alligator is where? He is at the uh, Humane Society Good. Uh, in East Liberty. Now, we hope that they're keeping cats and smaller animals away from him. So where does he go? I mean, what do they do? Is there an alligator sanctuary? Is there an extradition agreement with Florida? I don't know. The poor thing. I mean, you know, he's got to be totally freaked out. Or is he? He, I mean, he's an alligator. He probably is like, eh, I'm okay. He's probably loving this weather right now. Yeah, tomorrow he's he's going to be freezing. Oh, that's right. Hey, Penn's playing tonight on the ice. Hockey night in Pittsburgh. Right? Some people throw uh, octopuses. We'll throw an alligator out there. We're not throwing anything. All right. Have a great night. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.